Jackson was classically like, me, president? Ha, 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 ha. That's what a joke. <laughs> LOL. I would never. I am retired. My bowels hurt. I couldn't possibly. I've got a bullet in my chest. Classic. Classic. Every single one of these guys Every do single this. One. Every single one so far. And I'm Marissa Macy. And this is, pardon me, a presidential history podcast. And today we're going to be talking about Andrew Jackson. So buckle up. Buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Andrew Jackson, but I have enjoyed studying him. Yeah, same. I hate him, but I love to hate him. I love to hate him. him. He's Um, so predictably hateable. Yeah. And there's no conflict with me in hating him. Yeah, I have no, no, no mm-hmm. doubt in my mind mm-hmm. of my own hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just to get everyone up to speed, if yeah. you're jumping in on the podcast on season two, mm-hmm. if you were like, I don't care about the founding fathers, mm-hmm. who cares? Mm-hmm. Give me that Andrew Jackson content. Yep. Give me that Civil War content. Here I am for season two. Um, we are doing this podcast going through each president Mm -hmm. and also topics related to the presidents Mm -hmm. between each presidential episode and we are going to approach it with humor gossip Mm -hmm. really just dragging these guys through the mud um and i think for this episode if you are tuning in now it would be maybe helpful to listen to the john quincy adams episode and the election of 1824 yeah um if you're just picking up now, maybe mm-hmm. go back and listen to those because they're super fun mm-hmm. and will provide a lot of context for yeah. this guy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there's no need to go all the way back to George Washington unless you no. Um, no. want to. Or you know what? Can I just suggest the <laughs> yeah. Battle of 1812? Mm, oh, yeah. Really, War of 1812. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get some of him. Sorry, mm-hmm. War of 1812. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it was just a battle. <laughs> battle of New Orleans. Right. Ooh, um, yeah, so when we are hobby historians, mm-hmm. we are amateur, impro- amateur architects, amateur architects, <laughs> we are uh, astrologists, yeah. improvisers, <laughs> yeah, like, we are rabble rousers and, mm-hmm. and fire starters, yeah, yeah, much like, nope, mm, no, 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 we're not like Andrew Jackson, we are, <laughs> mm. so we're gonna go through. <sighs> This man's life, yeah. his legacy, uh, and generally our opinions yeah. about him. Uh, we read a couple different books yeah. between the two of us yeah. and watched some docs and just kind of yeah. did pretty pretty good due diligence on this guy, I have to say. Yeah. He's interesting. He has stories about him. So I think like up top, I think it's I I said last season, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is an evil man. Yeah. Um, and I think after reading so much about him, mm-hmm. um, I can firmly say that I still believe that. Listen, if you're the president of a large country, I think it's inevitable that you have to do things that you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that responsibility is carrying it on you of like, I don't like this, but mm-hmm. it was the best option. And we can criticize them or not. But with him, it was a complete disregard, like such a victim mentality that he has um, to completely be blind to how he's hurting people, how his 
unwillingness to see the fullness of a situation, he never pays the consequences. Right. Everyone else pays the consequences. Yep. So. yep totally. Um, although, man, I'm going to say rough childhood. Yeah. So let's start there. Yeah. Early life. So he he's our first log cabin president. Yeah. Um, so and the first one to live beyond the Appalachian. So, yep. so he truly is really bringing in a new era mm-hmm. of presidents mm-hmm. uh, that are that's away from the Virginia dynasty, yeah. away from, you know, the Massachusetts, yeah. like yeah. old timey yeah. founding father type mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. this is a big shift. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1767 yep. in the Carolinas yep. in kind of a backwoods yep. settlement. It's unknown if he was born in North or South Carolina. Carolinas, that's all we got for he, you. He he claims South Carolina. Of course he does. That's what his mom said. Loves the South. Loves the South. <laughs> Wouldn't He's even like, want to be in North Carolina. It's like, it's too <laughs> Northern for me. <laughs> I want extra Southern Carolina. <laughs> I want the Southeast Carolinas. <laughs> so yeah, he was the third son. Yeah. Uh, his father died before he was born. Mm-hmm. So daddy issues. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. And as a youth... Mm-hmm. He was super physical, competitive, mm-hmm. very assertive, mischievous. Mm-hmm. He was very much outdoorsy versus mm-hmm. a reading type. Mm-hmm. He always kind of like read enough yeah. to kind of yeah, yeah. meet the standard. But yeah. he was not a reader and he mm-hmm. was an instincts guy, like yeah. just went with his gut. A hundred percent. He was a, let me say, he was a fighter. He did not quit. There's a quote from a a childhood friend who says, you know, I could throw him three times out of four, but he just wouldn't stay throwed. Yeah. And and, uh, on the one hand, that persistence is an admirable quality. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, there is a certain amount of like, I don't care what the reality is. I am going to keep doing what I want to do. Yeah. And I can... Just as easily imagine that situation. He's a little guy. Yeah. He was, as an adult, six foot one, mm-hmm. 140 pounds. Yeah. So I can only imagine as a little starved kid. And I can totally imagine someone like beating him up and then feeling sorry for him and not wanting to keep beating him up. And yeah. that going down in his mind as like, aha. Gotcha. I mean, I don't, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. history's not there, but like, as I'm reading about him, I'm very, I'm very suspicious. Very of, suspicious. Of all these little, yeah. His mother, Betty, wanted him to be in the ministry. Yep. And he's the only one of his brothers mm-hmm. to have, like, gotten an education. Yeah. She really thought he was special and bright mm-hmm. and singled him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because of this, maybe not because of this, but because of his big confidence, right? Yeah. This stubbornness, yeah. this, like, determination. Yeah. Um, that is likely what she saw in him yeah. and, and why he was chosen to mm-hmm. be educated and not his brothers. Well, and also, yeah. I mean, okay, so Betty and her three children mm-hmm. live with Crawford cousins. Right. And they are the poor relations. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I had never, I always, the phrase poor relations in my mind meant people were related to but we don't know that well. Like our relationship to them is is poor. Right. But what it literally means is these are the people that we're related to. They have no money. Mm. They're living here on our good graces. Mm. And also like the mother of the household was disabled. Mm-hmm. And so Andrew Jackson is growing up. This was the part that was to me the most sympathetic about him. 
he's growing up in this household. He's watching his mom be treated as less than and having to serve all these people. Um, she loves the hell out of him. I mean, he says, you know, after she died, he didn't hear a kind word kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like mm-hmm. there was no, there was no love for him, but she loved him. And mm-hmm. like, it is interesting that, that man, I don't want to get whatever about Andrew Jackson, but a mom loving his, her kid can really just shelter him in this right. way. And it right. really did provide him this like protection his whole life almost. Yeah. Cause he totally. seeks out women that, that are similarly like somehow maybe societally not as accepted and he defends mm-hmm. the hell out of them mm-hmm. you know he's yeah. their little champion totally but it, <laughs> they also suffer a lot for being put in that position yes so it's not yes. it's not all yes yes yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> he thinks he thinks he's being a good feminist he yeah, is yeah, not yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, we said last season we weren't going to talk about the American Revolution anymore, but here it is one last time. (laughs) I know. Um, We didn't get a chance. (laughs) So he was 16 when the American Revolution ended. Yeah. And he was a courier in the militia. Mm Mm-hmm. At one point, he was captured and held prisoner. So mm-hmm. he's the only prisoner of war to have to mm-hmm. later become president, which is a yep. um, fun fact. Yeah. He developed a strong hatred for England during well, this time. Okay. Yeah. Listen, his his mom and dad yeah. both were Scots-Irish. Yes. That were exiled yes. from England. Yes. And so the hatred of England goes deep. Generational. Like, you know, JQA watched Battle of Bunker Hill yeah. as a kid, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Andrew Jackson was like a little message carrier. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's being like running away from all these. I mean, And also where he lived in in Waxhaw was yeah. like bloodiest battles. Yeah, it was. He was, was seeing bad. some rough stuff. He and- saw like massacre of 200 or something Mm -hmm. people and Mm -hmm. then with his mother is going to the presbyterian church Mm -hmm. and like tending to all the wounded so he's he's experiencing a part of america that the people in power were not experiencing right so whatever dislike we may have of him Mm -hmm. like he does represent a whole group of Americans that had not been heard. Absolutely. And yeah. and I think like that hatred that he de- already had that mm-hmm. got reinforced mm-hmm. during the revolution, mm-hmm. it, it also reflected a hate for anything m- monarchy related, yeah. anything yeah. even slightly yeah. monarchical. Mon- monarchical. 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 Mm-hmm. Rolls off the tongue. Um, <laughs> That's why we don't like it. We don't like it. <laughs> we don't like monarchies. <laughs> We don't like monarchies because I don't like know. monarch butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on it, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing having to do with it. No. Uh, he would see monarch butterflies and smash them. He would, yeah, squeeze he them would. between his fingers. So, by the way, <clears throat> speaking of trauma, mm-hmm. he oh. his two brothers die right so during the revolution, and his mother dies. Yeah. Um, because she contracted typhus in when she was nursing prisoners in Charleston. Yeah. Yeah. So by 1781, I think he's, he has no family. He's no other than the Crawfords, which don't treat him well. No. And he's, he alienates himself. Um, okay. So he gets, he, he and his 
older brother. His oldest brother has already passed away at this time. So he okay. and his older brother are captured in the a relative's house, the Crawfords. Mm-hmm. And there is a British officer who tells Andrew Jackson to clean his boot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm a prisoner of war. I deserve to be, I have rights. Mm. And the officer just slices at him with a sword. He puts mm. up his hand, stops it, hits his head. He still gets a cut, right? So, but he's injured. He has this war injury. And then the officer goes to his brother and says the same thing. And the se- brother says the same thing. Like he's following his his little brother. Yeah. And the officer, like he, he bops him with the hilt of a sword. And the brother dies of these injuries. Yeah. It takes a while. He suffers for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Andrew is a prisoner of war. His mom nurses him back to health. And then, yeah, he then she goes to nurse other people and dies. Right. So, like, yes, he is they a complete die. orphan. But also, like, was it heroic for him to do to like defy this officer? Perhaps. Yeah. But like, at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. He didn't die, but his brother did. And that truly happens a lot, where it's like, okay, he doesn't die, but someone else dies right. because of his actions. Right. 100%. And and that that is a theme that comes up over and over and over again with him. He is such an example of survivor bias. Because oh, yeah. that the idea of, well, if I made it, then anyone could. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, no, no. You made it. There's 100,000 other people that didn't or however many people that didn't right. get even close to where you are. So, yeah, that's that's not a great position to be ruling from is someone who does not readily suffer the consequences of their actions. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Okay. No, that's not good. Not good. It's bad. So he's living with the Crawford family Mm -hmm. after the revolution. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was working as an apprentice, Mm -hmm. hated it. Mm -hmm. He then it's kind of unclear why exactly he cuts ties with them other than them just being terrible. There was like a fight, allegedly. Okay, You know what I mean? Like he threatened one of their guests ah yes yes generally that was the case it's hard to remember Mm -hmm. which is which but generally it's because he was an asshole yes and got kicked out exactly so he did his thing uh and he left the crawfords yeah he then went and lived with like another distant relative Mm -hmm. and then in 1782 he enrolled in the new acquisition which was a school kind of a more primitive school that he mm-hmm. kind of got his first little taste of Shakespeare and the Greeks. Oh, Not boy. really for him, but he kind of got the bare minimum that yeah, you need yeah. to one day become the president. <laughs> you um, do have to pair. You do you, have to pass a very simple entry level Shakespeare test. Exactly. To become president. Exactly. Yeah. It's um, why Ben Affleck could never be president. <laughs> so he gets a modest inheritance mm-hmm. from his grandfather uh, around this time. And he uh-huh. just goes and takes it and goes to Charleston, uh-huh. squanders every All cent of it, of it All uh, of buys it. a gold watch, uh-huh. a horse, just <laughs> gambling, gambles. And yeah. he kind of, this is the moment where we're t- going from this man that came from mm-hmm. kind of the, the wilderness, mm-hmm. kind of a more very rural upbringing. Mm-hmm. He has a taste of being a gentleman mm-hmm. and he says, me like <laughs> This is the life I was meant for. Yes. I was meant to be surrounded by filthy lucre and now I love it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he, uh, even though he uses all the money up, he leaves and he's like, well, maybe that wasn't the smartest thing, yeah. but um, yeah, I do. I want that lifestyle. But he, 
he he does not regret spending this money. He has oh, that kind of like, yeah. oh, you know, I learned from, you know, kind no, of no, thing. No, 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 a lesson, no, 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 you know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> he ends up in Salisbury, North Carolina uh-huh. after that. Uh-huh. An attorney takes him on. We have our classic presidential story oh, of yeah. apprenticing as an attorney, yeah. becoming an attorney. Um, and in Salisbury, mm. he was known as being, quote, mm. The most roaring, rollicking, game cocking, horse racing, card playing, mischievous fellow that ever mm-hmm. did live in Salisbury. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did not trouble law books much and was very fond of the ladies. Oh, so <laughs> this is just the picture that we're painting. Oh. He spent three years there as a legal apprentice yeah. and did a lot of betting. I, I, I'm imagining being a mama's boy mm-hmm. in that day and age. Mm. Wooing women would be insane because... They're being treated so horribly. Yeah. That like he's like he's coming in there with just the most low amount of decency and just like, ooh, who's this Prince Charming over here? You know? Now here's a man that has <laughs> known a woman before. <laughs> this is a man who knows that women <laughs> exist and mm-hmm. mind have minds. Yes. By the way, did not think that women could take care of themselves. He felt like women had mm. to be, he, mm-hmm. they were damsels in distress for him to come rescue. Let me get through some yeah. uh, early life stuff. He did a quick. lot of so, stuff. So he's in North Carolina. He does his lawyer apprentice mm-hmm. thing for three years. Mm-hmm. Now in 1784, there's this very aggressive frontiersman, mm-hmm. um, John Servier, who created mm-hmm. the extra legal state of Franklin, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, was also known as the Free Republic of Franklin. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not giving mm-hmm. me good, warm feelings. No, no. But, um, bad vibes. <laughs> it just doesn't sound good. Uh, it only existed for about four years before North Carolina got control of this yeah. land again. And it was kind of the, became the Western District of North Carolina, mm-hmm. which is about half of present day Tennessee. So yeah. this is how he ends up out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson was asked to be the district attorney mm-hmm. of this area, and mm-hmm. he agreed. Mm-hmm. So he realized out west he could be the gentleman that he well, wanted to be. I yes. mean, like he's like, oh, yes. here's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, this is he had no claims to be a gentleman, yeah. but that it, it didn't matter out there. Right. And this is when he starts to participate in human bondage where he, mm-hmm. you know, starts to enslave people. He um, receives he, uh, an enslaved woman as payment. Yes. Uh-huh. And her name was Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. And within eight years of being out mm-hmm. there, he had he acquired 14 more mm-hmm. enslaved people. So mm-hmm. he he this is someone I want to note now. This is not this does not like diminish the evils of mm-hmm. other people we've talked about, mm-hmm. but a lot of them were born into that mm-hmm. life. If mm-hmm. you think about mm-hmm. the Virginia dynasty yeah. growing up in the Southern plantation, yeah. it was a, it was almost an expectation yeah. within families, within the culture that you're going to uphold mm-hmm. slavery. Mm-hmm. Now, still terrible. They all had uh, choices yeah. and yeah, also yeah, yeah, some yeah. of them left that and came back. And, you know, yeah. so it's not diminishing that evil, but yeah. Andrew Jackson did not come from that right. and chose to begin mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. legacy of mm-hmm. starting that. So this is yeah. someone who participates mm-hmm. as an enslaver, mm-hmm. but is also someone that advocated for slavery, mm-hmm. who believed slavery mm-hmm. was supposed to continue. Yeah. And he had no moral qualms. None at all. He does not see these people as people. Yeah. He just... he. 
He does not. It does not have any sense of of that they need to be treated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's it is alarming how little he cares about people mm-hmm. that are not white. In 1788, so this is what this is who we're dealing with. Okay, yeah. so now we've got this guy who's going out. He's out in a new front, kind of like a new frontier. Mm-hmm. He makes his way to Nashville, which was a very, very small yeah. place at the time. Had only been founded about a decade earlier. Mm-hmm. He really makes a name for himself out mm-hmm. there. There was a lot of conflict with the Cherokee Nation because this was not... Yeah. Nashville's land. This yeah. was not our land. Yeah. Uh, so Jackson adopted very quickly the mm-hmm. attitude of kind of the classic Western settler. Yep. Saw them as enemies. Saw them mm-hmm. as saw this as land that could be taken and stolen. Yep. Um, and in 1789, he got his first kind of taste of a fight as mm-hmm. a private, um, where he took part in overtaking the Cherokee and the Creek Indians, pushing them over the river mm-hmm. away um, and mm-hmm. kind of was able to then say that he helped lay claim yeah. to yeah. secure the Cumberland yeah. settlements, which was this area. Yeah. In Nashville, mm-hmm. here we go with Rachel Donaldson. Yeah. Robards. 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 This is, this is going to be wifey spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> very yeah. little we know about her. Yes. Outside of, their meeting and the controversy around their marriage. She had long black hair, dark yeah. eyes. She had like naturally very tan skin. Mm-hmm. Her father was a member of the House of Burgesses. Yes. And uh, she had visited both Washington, George Washington mm-hmm. and Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. with her father. Mm-hmm. So she had like... She had a frontier education. She had a frontier education, but she'd seen some fancy stuff. Yes. Her her father was uh, a well-to-do-ish man. Mm-hmm. And he moved his family out there. Uh, bought a boarding house. Bought a boarding house. And then tragically was killed. They yeah. don't know by who. There's, uh, yeah, not e- nothing. They don't know. Nothing out but there. But once he died, mm-hmm. uh, the wife took the kids yeah. back. But Rachel was already married. So yeah. she just stayed out there with her husband. Who was named Lewis. Not and- a great guy yeah not a great guy and their marriage deteriorated pretty he was quickly quite jealous and he kind of went back and forth between there and kentucky yeah and she was very flirtatious yes. and kind of playful yes. and maybe not the most like prim and proper lady yes. and yes. uh jackson her her mother had owned a boarding house mm-hmm. and Jackson and her, he was living there and they really mm-hmm. hit it off. Hit real well. And Lewis was, who was also, was already jealous, by the way. Yeah, already was a already jealous Already a jealous guy. husband. Mm-hmm. Here comes, you know, Andrew Jackson, who I'm sure was subtle as hell. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he was like, <laughs> yeah. At one point, he says to Robards, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to misquote, but he says to Robards, if I had such a beautiful wife, I would not allow a tear to fall on her eye or something like that and he goes well she's not your wife yeah which so, is fair enough fair i enough. mean 
But does that stop Andrew Jackson? No. 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 So it is fair to say that their marriage was deteriorating. Yes. He had gone to Kentucky without Rachel, yes. which kind of constituted sort of like a de facto An separation at the time. Right. These are like frontier laws. Mm-hmm. Um, the details of the separation are kind of unclear yeah. because this is all from Andrew Jackson's perspective. Exactly. Um, well, but, and the husband like files for divorce. Robards to get a divorce needed to petition. Yeah. And then he needed to like place the notice in a paper for eight months or something, something. like that. Yeah. And he didn't do the second part. Yeah. So Jackson, who is, by the way, a lawyer and would know better, decides, okay, she's divorced. I'm going to go marry her. And they go yeah. off and they're clearly living in 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 bigamy at that point. Living in sin. Living in sin. Well, you know. No, I know. But, but, I, but and, and also I will say <laughs> to the credit, like, of course, at the time, this was like a big deal. But yeah. if we look at it now. Yeah. She was separated. Yeah. These are frontier laws. Yeah. She, even though she was legally married, she mm-hmm. also was technically single. Like her husband had yeah. left. They were separated and divorce was hard yeah. to get, uh, you know, at the time. Yes. So it was a complicated, it was definitely a gray area. So I don't want to say like, yeah. I'm kind of, now obviously I'm not going to sit here and defend Andrew Jackson, but on this no. front, it's like. He loved her. Mm-hmm. He, in his mind, yes. rightfully so, was like, there's no reason we shouldn't be together. Yes, yes. So I, you know, I'll give him that. I do not hold yeah. the way that this relationship folded against no. either of them. No. Um, so Servier, he makes a remark, mm-hmm. which was, I see no great service you have done other than going off to Newsbury with another man's wife or whatever. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we and love Jackson it. doesn't take this well. No, he does not. Challenges him to a duel. Yep. <laughs> there were many duels. We there the circumstances of which are complicated, but uh, people yeah. people do die, and yeah. they are not Andrew Jackson. Because yeah. He goes on to be president. He so. does go on to murder two people. I think so. He kills Charles Dickinson, not so Charles, Charles Dickens. No, yeah, Charles Dickinson. Dickinson. So this was later in 1806, and we'll jump. We'll just yeah, go and yeah. jump to it real quick since we're talking about duels. It's yeah. very complicated what exactly happened. Yeah, but. There was a controversy over a horse race yeah. and payment, and the yeah. horse race didn't happen because yeah. the horse was sick. And Dickinson was drunk. Dickinson was drunk, and, and this was the things. son-in-law of the man that he initially was trying to race horses with. So some rando basically gets involved. Yeah, he gets into a duel with Jackson. Mm-hmm. Was non-fatally shot because his okay. So Jackson got shot non-fatally, the then. Jackson shoots him, but his weapon didn't fire. Yep. He recocked it, which yeah. you're not supposed, not supposed to, do to do in a duel. Like yeah. that's bad, 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 bad. Yeah, that's you get like one shot. Like, you get one shot. That's how it goes. And so this second shot that he shot mm-hmm. killed the man. Yeah, killed this guy. Yeah. And people were at the time. This wasn't a thing where it's like we're looking at this now and being like, "Ooh, that's bad." At the time, people were like, "Yee, yeah, yeah, that's." We're not, that's not how you do a duel. No, no, like, no. that's sketchy as hell. Also, why were you dueling this man's son in law? Yeah. People were definitely like sketched out by him. So, yeah. Yeah. He, right. The story of this is, is, is told later of, you know, uh, after he shoots Charles Dickinson, they realize there's blood leaking into his boots and da da da. And he's like, How did you get off that second shot when you've been shot in the chest? And he says, Oh, I could have shot him from heaven or some bullshit like that, you know? Um, and so it's rewritten now as this like, oh, what a manly man. But like, no, that's cowardly yeah. behavior. Yeah. He got shot. Yeah. You know, he shot his shot. It didn't work. And then he shoots again. Yeah. 
and the guy's yeah. dead, so I guess yeah. you can't really argue about it. But like, yeah, people are gonna yeah. look at that like they're like that's that's, that's that second impressive. shot in a duel is is no longer no, 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 part no, no, of duel. No, no. By the way, duels were not like technically legal no, either. This no. isn't something that was like a legal thing they were no. doing at the time. This was an extra legal yes. thing. Yes. And then on top of that, to engage in okay, there are these rules about mm-hmm. duels mm-hmm. which aren't supposed to happen. Yeah. And you break the rule of a duel. You know, you're that's straight up murder. You yeah, know, like if that's you, not cool. If you die within the rules of a duel, like it's definitely still murder. But yeah. everyone did agree to be a part of that. Yes, you know. Yes. Um, but no one's agreeing for Andrew no, Jackson no, 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 to shoot no. his gun twice. Yeah, exactly. So you may be asking yourself, how did this frontiersman get into government? Uh-huh. So I'm gonna roll roll us through how he <laughs> becomes a government guy, becomes <laughs> a quote public servant. <laughs> So in 1796, mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee becomes part of the Union, yeah. and Jackson, who's just under age 30, mm-hmm. gets the one congressional seat. Yeah. So because he was kind of this prominent guy out mm-hmm. there, he was a member of the House for less than a year because yeah. he like hated it, and yeah. he leaves almost no impression there. He gets yeah. so agitated yep. that he just is sputtering. Yeah, he, uh, he sucks at it. Yeah. He, then he becomes a senator mm-hmm. very shortly after. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, because a, a senator at the time was expelled yeah. and he takes his seat. Mm-hmm. He seldom participated. He sucked at that. Only yeah. introduced one bill. Then he yeah. went back to Nashville. He hated Philadelphia because that's where the capital was at the time. Mm-hmm. This Around this time, he starts, this is where he also starts building some wealth through land speculation. He also ran a general store in Nashville Hmm. and through the trafficking of enslaved people. Mm -hmm. So not only Mm -hmm. is he, um, you know, enslaving people for Mm -hmm. his own agricultural Mm -hmm. purposes or whatever, he is also actively trafficking people in order to make a profit. Yeah. As a lawyer, he's processing sales of enslaved people. Absolutely. Then he, back in Tennessee... He snags an open seat on the Superior Court of Law and Equity, mm-hmm. which is Tennessee's highest court. Mm-hmm. He was on the court for six years, wow. and he handed down 10 capital sentences, 10 death sentences, mm. including three in one session for, you might be asking, for what? For what? What for is what? he, what What horrible things were people doing that he was executing them uh, for? Well, horse stealing. I swear to you I was thinking horse stealing. <laughs> I swear to you. So... In 1804, mm-hmm. he resigns from the Superior Court. He's having health concerns. Mm. He's not making enough money. He moves with Rachel to the Hermitage. Is it Hermitage? Hermitage. Hermitage. The Hermitage. Estate where he, which he will build up for the rest of his life. Yeah. That's kind of like the Andrew Jackson estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He opened a merchant shop and mm-hmm. sold uh, imported goods for a steep markup. And I just want to say like, mm. like <laughs> he was also gouging. that guy. He was also that guy on top yeah. of being the guy, the guy in all these other ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, uh, at the time, this is around when the Dickinson duel happened. Mm-hmm. This is also when he duels John Servier. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also makes him look bad. Just both of these make him look bad. Yeah. He also um, was friends with Aaron Burr. Oh, yeah. Um, and we don't have to get into the details of that. Yeah. But he basically was like, yeah, I'll give you supplies for your like yeah. idea of creating an independent dominion in the lower Mississippi Valley. Yeah. Um, and then he was 
Burr was like kind of sort of acquitted by a court. Yeah. They were like, ah, oh, we don't think this is that. And yeah, so yeah, Jackson yeah. was like, cool, I'll keep giving him stuff. Oh, um, wow. And then he was tried for treason, mm-hmm. walked away. But then Jackson Jackson had testified in his favor. Mm-hmm. Um, and support for Burr was not a popular thing. So, yeah. so we've got the fact that this guy is like dueling people, mm-hmm. killing them. We've got the issue mm-hmm. with his wife, Rachel. Yeah. We've got his friendship with Aaron Burr. Yeah. So by the age of 40, so yeah. this is the winter of 1807, yeah. his public career kind of looks to be stalled. He is, he's not a yeah. well-liked man. Not at all. Uh, he's a former congressman, yeah. a former senator, former justice. Yeah. And he was a, up in a high rank in the militia. And that's mm-hmm. about the only place mm-hmm. his power lied at this mm-hmm. point. So his reputation a, was crap. He's a grifter, basically. Yeah. I mean, and, and this, if, listen, he needs, it's 1807. Yeah. War of 1812 is five years away. Yeah. Guess what? That's when, that's when he gets oh, yeah. prominence. If there hadn't been that war. If that war had not happened. No Andrew Jackson president. loser, never yes. mentioned in a history yes. book. I, I don't even know where to begin on how much <laughs> this guy reminds me of Trump. Oh, Yeah. I mean, he is he is the first populist and this grifterness, this like opportunistic stuff. I mean, look, Trump was also considered a complete loser before Mark Burnett gave him a TV show. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like no one was falling for his bullshit. Mm -hmm. Mark Burnett, you are like the Battle of New Orleans. (laughs) And I hope you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll just plant that seed of like, he is very similar to Trump. It's very, yeah. And yeah. you can draw those conclusions. And I mean, completely yeah. oblivious, willing to buy all the bullshit that his mm-hmm. sycophants feed mm-hmm. to him. Yep, absolutely. I mean, yeah. what an unlikable guy. He, yeah. he, he, to me is like, it's just like the family member that has money and everyone has to suck up to mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just like. Totally. I can't. Well, okay. So I, one good thing I will say, just just yeah. to, just to mention, he did have like from these duels mm-hmm. and from all these other things, his body was constantly in pain, yeah. and that does bring me some comfort. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did suffer a lot. He did suffer a lot. Yeah, so yeah. You as know, he should, as he should. <laughs> wow. Okay, so from 1807 to 1812, leading yeah. up to the War of 1812, yeah. Yeah. he just kind of chilled. He became the guardian of several children. He never had yeah. any children of his <clears throat> own, yeah, like genetically. I, um, Rachel didn't with her previous husband. Yeah. It is believed that she maybe had some infertility issues. Yeah. So, But I suspect he also may have. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, he, okay, it's worth noting. Mm-hmm. He was very, very tall and thin. Yeah. In my book, okay. and I think it was in yours too, or okay. someone said there was always a bit of the woman in him. Now, there is a way to interpret this that is very not cool mm-hmm. about his emotionalism and stuff sure, like sure. that. But I will say that that sentence stuck in my brain. Okay. Because although he comes off very masculine in many ways, there is this like sensitiveness to him. Yeah. And yeah. so it, I, I, in my mind, I thought maybe there's some like, maybe he was trans Hi, Or maybe just like or maybe low just skinny. Huh? Low T. Low T. Yeah, that's probably. Which, I mean. Yeah, low T. Lo- yeah. Yeah, they never had children. But they did break up a set of twins. They did. And adopted the infant of Rachel's brother. Yeah. Named him Andrew Jackson Jr. I just can't believe they broke up twins. And the way that it's like talked about and like what I read is just so casual. Like, oh yeah, yeah and they took like one of the twins. I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
what is this? The parent trap? Like, I mean, I, I'm upset. I think the honestly, like if you're on the frontier and you're already have a bunch of kids and your wife gets pregnant and then she has two. You're, you're just like, like, cool, oh, we got an extra. We got an extra one? one. We got an uncle over here that, you know, will take do him. it. Can't I mean, it. maybe it was very much like that. But to me, I'm just like, wow. It- <laughs> so he um, finally his moment happens in 1813. Mm-hmm. When the government needed soldiers from the South for mm-hmm. a campaign. So this is War mm-hmm. of 1812. This. Yeah. With him, everything is a little confusing. Yeah. It actually is. It really is. is a little bit like, what? Because it's a lot of hearsay. I think that's yeah. part of it. Um, so like re- rewriting on history. But I got the impression, and maybe you can help clarify, that like Battle of New Orleans, he wasn't even supposed to do. Like he just yes, went on ahead. he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, like we we've talked about it in the past of like, oh, communication was slow and he just didn't know. And he took advantage of that. No, 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 no. Yeah, he just he took advantage of slow communication and he also kind of just did what he wanted. He was there was no way that he was not going to have this opportunity to take on the British. Yeah, and vindicate. And and so what basically happens? Long story short, Mm -hmm. there's also the Creek War, Mm -hmm. which is going on, Mm -hmm. um, and this is in. Present day uh, Georgia and Alabama, which were had been. So Jackson's army creates the circumstances Mm -hmm. under which millions of acres of Indian territory are in present day Georgia and Alabama were ceded Mm -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. He had taken advantage of the civil war between the upper and the lower creeks. Mm -hmm. And um, and this was in the southwest. So Mm -hmm. there were already treaties there. He gets kind of under not good circumstances, Mm -hmm. gets Additional treaties. Mm-hmm. He, him and his militia did not pull any punches. Mm-hmm. There was a red stick village, um, which was mm-hmm. destroyed, quote, according to him, in elegant style. So mm. he takes great pleasure in, I mean, this is killing women, yeah. children, yes. Yes. everyone. This is yes. brutal. This is this is absolutely Horrible. brutal. It is horrifying to read yeah. about. Um, and this is what you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. about he, like, adopted a child, mm-hmm. sent them back to, you know, the Nashville. Hermitage. Like, oh, and I've saved this child. Um, and he, this child ran I, away several times. This was not a child oh, that was geez. like, oh, thank you so much for saving me. This was like, you killed my family. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. killed everyone in my yeah, yeah, yeah. tribe. You killed, yeah. like, I mean, it was I can brutal. only imagine the, the, the times when they would have people over and be like, Oh, this is a little creek boy I saved. And yes. Do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, he can talk. Whatever bullshit that you can imagine yeah. of like, uh, what a what a great situation he's recreated now, where there is this poor relation, not the same thing, but there yeah. there is a person in his house that he can <sighs> lord over and feel superior to yeah. and the savior of. Yep. And I mean, and, and so he goes on, right, to have this huge victory at the Battle mm-hmm. of Horseshoe Bend, where more than 800 Red Sticks were killed um, and they were pushed further south. Yes. And he claims a fort, renames it Fort Jackson. Yeah. And they, the Red Stick chiefs for surrender. Mm-hmm. And this makes Jackson very, so this is kind of the rise of his popularity because yeah. this is what the people wanted. This is yes. what the United States wanted yes. is to push yes. these people out of their lands, yep. further south, further west. Yep. And if some like terrible guy who already has this reputation mm-hmm. for being brutal does mm-hmm. it, then all the better. Yep. 
you know, it's off their hands, right? I mean, like wash our hands of it. What can we do? What can we do? Oh. Andrew Jackson can't be stopped. Yeah, he's just unstoppable. Oh no, he did and it again. Oh, please stop, Andrew Jackson. That was like what the presidents were <laughs> doing at the time. Please stop, but also if you could clear this area. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and also the horseshoe <sighs> bend, by the way, could not have happened without the Cherokee who like swam the river and got inside. Yeah. And I, I'm just saying this will come up later when Andrew Jackson has a chance to repay these people, these Cherokee. No. Yeah. No. He does not repay he does the not Cherokee do that. Nation. No. So during this time, um, I do want to say that he refused to stay. He was in, obviously in a position of great power, mm-hmm. like heading this militia. Mm-hmm. He refuses to stop the execution of John Woods, who was not even 18 years old. He was returning from night duty. This, like, makes me so mad. Like, just everything about this guy, like, just pisses me off. But he was returning from night duty, had received the order to get breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then from someone else, they questioned him. He was tired and hungry. He talked back a little bit and apparently waved his rifle around. This is all hearsay. Yeah. He was told to go back to duty. Um, This was all just a miscommunication among officers. Yeah. Now, this... Boy, this child, the mm-hmm. under 18, was convicted of charges, including mm-hmm. mutiny, for doing mm-hmm. this. And Jackson, who had total power to say, okay, like and, and, we're gonna wash this or you're you're dismissed or something. Yeah, yeah. He chose to make an example out of him oh, and um had him executed. Jesus. So other than for desert desertion, uh-huh. which is was a very big deal, yeah. no other American soldier had been executed since the revolution. Yeah. So yeah. this is not like a normal practice. Not this at is all. like Jackson being like, I'm gonna make an example out of him. He is being executed. Yeah. This boy died because of Andrew Jackson. Wait, wait, what a yeah. goddamn hypocrite who has built his whole life around I do what I want, rootin' tootin' do 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 and this and he talked back to those British of soldiers. And the- of course. <laughs> it kills me. It kills he, me. It kills me. It's like he's shitty on all fronts. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, yes. He's shitty in how he treats masses of people. He's shitty one-on-one. He's just a bad person. After Horseshoe Ben, he yeah. goes on to negotiate a formal peace mm-hmm. with the Creek Nation. Mm-hmm. Again, the circumstances in these nego- negotiations are not the best. It doesn't um, fucking matter because they're not going to respect them anyway yeah, exactly so jackson Jesus. was the sole rep for the united states dictated this the terms Jeez. of this of the creek nation ceding some mm-hmm. 22 million acres which is most of modern day alabama and part of georgia yeah. he then decides to go to florida requested mm-hmm. permission um this isn't the first time he's going to do that it's the last time he's going to do this by the way yeah i was going to say um, request permission <laughs> to see how much allyship there had been between the creeks and the spanish yeah. and the british and without really mm-hmm. getting express orders he invades west florida takes mm-hmm. pensacola mm-hmm. then he was sent to new orleans they're mm-hmm. kind of just like what do we do with this guy <laughs> he's like a little tasmanian oh, devil my god he bolsters his army little did he know that Christmas Eve that year, uh-huh. the Treaty of Ghent was being signed. Would he have cared? And and he, he wouldn't have cared. He would have, he would have still done it. Yeah. But So basically, War of 1812 was over. Mm-hmm. He didn't know this yet because communication was slow. Yeah. Um. He We have the Battle of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, like, I'm going to defend the city from the British. Huge losses on the British side. Very few Americans dead or wounded. Yeah. He becomes a hero. Yay. Yeah. Now, here's what they don't talk about, mm-hmm. which is there was some... Big shadiness yeah. after the battle. Oh? Yeah. Mm. Which is, hmm. When you're like, okay, cool. He won this battle. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. hero. Like, yeah. all right, let's, that was War of 1812. Like, we'll give him that. Look, it was he crazy back know. then. It was crazy back then. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, 
So there were like rumors of like, this is like two days after Mm -hmm. the battles won. There's like rumors of like British ships coming into the area or something. Uh Jackson ordered that all homes on the West Bank uh, be burned to build his defense. Jeez. Um, he held upheld martial law uh-huh. and didn't bend. He was like, I'm not taking down martial law until I get official word uh, that it must end. He oh was like, boy. someone has to tell me martial law is over. And until then, I'm uh, upholding it. Look who's by the book all of a sudden. I know. And then um, <laughs> the city was very upset. He no. allowed the execution of six soldiers, all of which had to do with the disputes over term dates. So six Term? more soldiers, just like, oh, we're supposed to be done okay. being soldiers to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one said anything. I guess we should go yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And like, I'm going to take some bread with me or like oh. some supplies because it's time for me to go home. Yeah. Um, I'm stuck with this lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> and so this all like, I mean, it made, it made <laughs> the government be like, Cool, thanks for winning the battle. Yeah. We didn't even need that because the war was already over, yeah. technically. Um, But we're feeling real nervous about that other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't feel good about that. Yeah, so so he is kind of flagged at the he's time. A of loose, like, he's a loose cannon. So he's not done warring, unfortunately. Well, the War of 1812 is over. But then there's the First Seminole War. Okay. We won't get too into the weeds of this but Mm. essentially he there was Monroe was president at the time we get into this a little bit in the Monroe episode Mm -hmm. they definitely want like I said to expand and Mm. they're gonna kind of just put their fingers in their ears and allow Mm -hmm. Jackson to do Mm -hmm. whatever Uh, he got vague instructions from Monroe Mm -hmm. the Spanish were still down there he goes down there he takes it anyway yeah in Florida. Florida. Well, and the um, other thing is, well, the real, one of the main problems with Florida, right, being under Spanish control. Yeah. Is now there's a place for uh, uh, runaway slaves to potentially yes. go. Yes. Or for them to receive a, I mean. Yeah. In 1818, during this war, Jackson captures and executes mm-hmm. two British citizens, Jeez. which were charged with aiding the Seminole and Creek Indians against the United States. Okay. So they were tried, they were executed, mm. um, and this triggered kind mm. of like protests from the British mm. and Spanish governments and an investigation by the United States Congress. So now his like, I'm just going to execute people like yeah. willy nilly is yeah. getting him into a lot of like serious well, government trouble. This is an act of war, right? It is an act of war. Um, yeah. It did not lead to a war, but this was like yeah. something that obviously we're like, you, you can't just be you, executing British citizens. Yeah, you can't just start executing people. So um, his, he kind of gets away, like they chose not to censure him, but a lot of people were very like vehemently against this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So he doesn't have any consequences. Yeah. Sound familiar? Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he, the whole thing is that he um, was starting to look kind of like an international liability. Yeah. He did have an effective campaign to grab Florida, and then John Quincy Adams cleaned up his mess by yeah. kind of putting together the Adams Onus Treaty. Yeah, and, and by the way, JQA yeah. was the only person who like backed him up on this. Yeah, he he, he did him. come through and was like, "Okay, we got it, Florida. Let yeah. me negotiate. Yeah, we don't need to have an international incident." Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was given every benefit of the doubt. Yep, uh, Jackson was. Oh. 
And his popularity starts to really rise with the general public. So he's now the hor- the hero of mm-hmm. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. He has got Florida. Oh, yeah. He um has making enemies in Washington now oh. with Henry Clay. Oh boy. Um all right, mm-hmm. after the Seminole War mm-hmm. and after there's some restructuring of the military, mm-hmm. Jackson kind of gets a demotion and then mm-hmm. he becomes the governor governor of Florida. Mm-hmm. This is his entry back into politics. Mm-hmm. He goes to Florida with mm-hmm. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Hates it. They're like, <laughs> Rachel specifically, she was like, she quote, this is a quote, the inhabitants all speak Spanish and French. Oh, dear Lord. There are fewer white people by far oh. than any other mixed with all nations under the canopy of heaven in this dark region. Oh, End shit. quote. <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. You know, remember earlier when I was saying, we don't know much about Rachel's thoughts. Well, now we know. Now we do. Racist, xenophobic, (laughs) generally prissy, scared of people speaking French. I wish I had the quote of someone saying to her, Rachel, you can't talk like that. And then she goes, what? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. I'm just saying in this dark Uh, region. In in darkest Florida. (laughs) So uh, unlike Trump, Florida was too much for Andrew Jackson. (laughs) That's one thing about Trump. He could could handle handle Florida. Florida. Jackson was like, uh uh-uh. uh. They were there less than 120 days. Um, oh, they pack up, they head back to Tennessee, mm-hmm. puts in his reg- resignation. He's like, I'm truly weird of public life. I want to rest and private, uh, my private uh. concerns imperiously demand my attention. Okay. And yep. You know yep. what? Good, good call. Let's- good call. Bye bye. Bye bye. Go, go, go. Bye-bye. Go do your shitty stuff. Go be bad in Tennessee. Go stay, keep yeah. your evils in Tennessee, be please. A local evil. He's 54 years old. He's a wreck health-wise, yeah. inflammation of the lungs, bowel issues, coughing oh. up slime, oh, that teeth makes me rotting feel good out. Too. Huh? He had bad bowel issues. Bad bowel issues. And good. 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 We're glad. <laughs> I'm glad he did. I hope you shake your pants a bit. <laughs> and also keep in mind, bad, bad bowel issues back then. But oh, oh, by that by he didn't back have then. like he didn't have there was no boy, he didn't have a squatty potty. No. He didn't have a bidet. No, he yeah. didn't have like, yeah, like ginger a, chews no. or like tums. <laughs> Not he at didn't all. he couldn't do a what's that diet, the like low FODMAP oh. diet. Oh <laughs> I'm not familiar with this. He had none of the IBS tools that exist yeah. now. So exactly. this was IBS uh, back then. He's like a Okay, this is playing into my hot girl theory about yeah, hot Andrew girl Jackson. IBS. Yeah. Oh, hot go- Oh, oh, you're right. He's a hot girl with hot stomach girls issues. Hot girls have tummy issues. God gives the weakest tummies to the hottest girls. Is that yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> so his career at this point seems ended so much like other presidents there is a moment where they're like i have retired i've done all i can do i've done all, and we have the dramatic irony of like mm-hmm. being like well you haven't even, well, yeah, been I haven't even started yet. yet so and destiny's like <laughs> here comes <laughs> destiny again so as monroe's second term is mm-hmm. winding down mm-hmm. 
there was kind of these this era of good feelings. Mm-hmm. Everyone was kind of in the same party, more mm-hmm. or less. Things, but things were factioning in his second term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the idea of the Virginia dynasty being the law of the land mm-hmm. and who was in power was starting to also mm-hmm. dwindle down as all these other interests are coming in. Mm-hmm. There were six new states in the Union since the War of 1812. Mm -hmm. Things were definitely changing. Mm -hmm. And so let's skip forward to 1824. So Jackson was classically like, me, president? Ha, 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 ha. That's what a joke. (laughs) LOL. I would never. I am retired. My bowels hurt. I couldn't possibly. I've got a bullet in my chest. Classic. Classic. Every single one of these guys do this. Every single one so far. Um, He was interested regardless and mm-hmm. Rachel's turning her head mm-hmm. like mm-mm. Mm-mm. um in order to kind of seriously go for the presidency yeah. he needs to kind of be more in government that mm-hmm. was the way things were then there was yeah. no like oh this guy's just going to run yeah yeah you know i mean randomly still, still it's kind it's of really iffy rare. it's yeah. hard he runs for the Senate seat in Tennessee mm-hmm. to unseat the incumbent, mm-hmm. John Williams, who was a critic of his. So it's also kind of like, I got to get this oh, critic of mine out of here good. in yeah. order to really get the support of Tennessee. John Williams, the composer? <laughs> yes, Trent. John Williams, the composer. <laughs> okay, well, he went on to do other stuff, so good for him. He did go on to do other we things. We wouldn't have all those great scores. If, if it weren't for Andrew Jackson. If it were Andrew Jackson, him. seeing them. Oh, we really need to talk about timelines together and <laughs> the way time works just oh, one-on-one again? sometime again. Okay. Okay. I'll take notes this time. Yeah. Take notes, please. <laughs> Can we have puppets this time? <laughs> so the idea with this was like, okay, he got his critic out. Now yeah. he's a senator. Win-win. He does like almost nothing. He only no. serves for 18 months. He spoke, speaks for like a 20 minutes total on four mm. occasions. Yeah. Nothing to write home about, but he mm-hmm. cultivates some relationships and some enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has this checkered past. Yeah. He's got this past. Okay. <laughs> and the establishment, uh-huh. right? Much like with Trump, uh-huh. we're like, we don't <laughs> love this past. This is not good. Yeah. And, and and but the public was like, who cares? We love it. We love it. <laughs> Spicy. But the establishment's like, uh 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 so so it's that same tension that's so familiar to us of what mm-hmm. was happening in 2016 mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. all these establishment Republicans mm-hmm. were saying we can't let this guy be no. president. Oh my gosh. Like what? No. What a joke. What a joke. Um, and mm. the public was like, Oh, we, we love a joke. We love a joke. We <laughs> don't care. We want an every man. Um, so same thing with Jackson. And the way that presidents were elected was also changing. Yeah. And going away from the caucus system to a more like what it's now. Yeah. And there was also these added states. So mm-hmm. because of this shift, there was election of 18. 18- 24, huge mess. Mm -hmm. There's a whole episode about it. We really get into it. It's a great episode. Mm -hmm. But basically, Jackson campaigned strongly. The vote was so split up between Jackson, Mm -hmm. Adams, Clay, and Crawford that nobody had a plurality of the Mm -hmm. vote. So it goes to the House of Reps. And then um, Adams wins. They elect Mm -hmm. Adams, even Mm -hmm. though Jackson had the most popular vote and the most Mm -hmm. electoral vote. But I think something that we didn't like emphasize enough in that election Mm -hmm. episode is that 
even though he had the most votes, Mm -hmm. nearly 59% of the electorate voted for one of his opponents. Yeah. So it wasn't really his to take. So even though Adams gets it in the House, that's because Adams and Clay were the most closely aligned. Clay Mm -hmm. kind of like pushes his votes towards Adams. Adams ends up winning. Yeah. Now, Jackson, after Adams wins, goes around and is like, corrupt bargain, Clay and Adams made this alliance. But really this was politically kind of, I think, how things Mm -hmm. made the most sense. I mean, giving it to Jackson, Jackson was kind of his own deal. I mean... Representative government is complicated. Totally. I mean, that's just how how it is. Yeah. Um, Now, he felt that because... The president is elected by the entire country. Yeah. He is the most direct representative of the people. But that is a very convenient opinion for him to have being the president. Of course. Because even if he won 55, 60% of the vote, which by today's standards is insane. Yeah. You're still only representing a little bit over half of the country. Of the people who voted. Of the people who voted. and. The point of a representative government having like a Senate and a House is that you have more than one opinion. Right. But because he lives and thrives in the world where, you know, might makes right, he he just said, I'm I'm the just like Trump. Yeah. Uh, These people all love me. Everyone in the country loves me. Yeah. Everyone at your rallies and everyone you encounter and everyone that's brought in front of you loves you. But that's not. That's not it's, it. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's a delusion. Mm-hmm. Ruling from delusion. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Also, yeah. like, talk about buying friends. Like, he has all these rallies and stuff. So he will have, like, a barbecue, a band, the band playing. There'll mm-hmm. be, like, an event, like mm-hmm. a Jackson mm-hmm. rally. Yep. And look, this is the frontier. There's not a lot of crap going on. Yeah. I don't care who you like. You're going to the place barbecue. where there's some barbecue yeah. and a band playing. Absolutely. Listen, you hear some oompa music. And it's like 1825. Yeah. Come on, I'm like, going. It's, let's, let's, it's 1825. We're sitting in our house and it's like, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Hold on a second. Do you smell meat cooking? I smell meat cooking. Should we go check Let's it go out? Investigate. Let's go check it out. Let's you go, go you have some meat, you listen to oh, music. It's not until act... like hour two that you're like, is this for Andrew Jackson? And we would I'll just just it's fine. I will stay. It's, it's fine. fine. I'm not a fan of his. I'm but not let's either, just but we're here. Well, let's pretend. Let's eat some meat. Yeah. Let's eat some meat. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's what he's doing. Yeah. And and so October 1825, uh-huh. seven months into JQA's presidency, yeah. the Tennessee General Assembly defiantly nominates Jackson uh-huh. to be the next president. So Jackson then resigns his Senate seat, mm. and then he's like, all right, time to start campaigning for three years. He campaigns. Call with the Oompa barbecues. Band. He's Oompa, getting the Oompa <laughs> drums, getting barbecue, cooking meats, all of it, campaigning like you wouldn't believe it. Um, he's also, at the time, he is... Ooh, fi- personally, mm-hmm. he's, his financial interests are like land speculation, farming, mm-hmm. slaveholding, mm-hmm. human trafficking. Yeah. Um, he also operates a tavern, a general store, a track for horse racing. racing. Again, like Trump, businesses <laughs> like Trump. everywhere. Businesses everywhere. And it's not like he's working at the bar. He also renovates his home, mm. and he was one of the largest plantation owners in Tennessee. Yeah. Had about 100 enslaved people, like, captive at Hermitage, Hermitage, Hermitage. Who cares? Who cares? I don't need to pronounce Why it right. Why do you make it all French? I don't know. I hermit. want to make it French because you know, I'm like a fancy. Hermit. 
Hermit. A hermit. Hermitage. A hermitage. The hermitage. hermitage. Okay. Who yeah. cares? It doesn't deserve hermitage. to be said right. <laughs> yeah, but don't make it French. Okay. You're right. I shouldn't. I don't yeah. want to defile the French yeah, exactly. um, on this podcast. Um, he <laughs> also engaged in uh, breaking up families mm-hmm. on purpose. They're uh, like of enslaved people. Oh, So he yes. was breaking up yes. families. Um, it was all about the money. <sighs> Rachel is also suffering. He's absent a lot. The mm-hmm. rumor mill smear campaigns coming mm-hmm. up about mm-hmm. the circumstances of their marriage. Another, and by the way, declares his love for Rachel up, down, yeah. 10 ways to Sunday. Yeah. But is he actually there to physically support her? No. No. Nope. And does he change his behavior in any single way in order to like help her? Not at all. Absolutely not. So it's all, all it is, is him pontificating about what a great husband he is. And then Rachel, deal with it. Yeah. And she was very sick. She self-medicated with cigars. She was. Really? Yeah. Party begins to form to oppose John Quincy Adams during his presidency. He had that one term. Yeah. Things get really stirred up mostly because John, so John Quincy Adams if you haven't listened to the episode, was very like strong and hard with policy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to try to do these things. Mm-hmm. That wasn't super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and at the same time, we're not going to talk uh, hardly at all about Martin Van Buren because we're going to mm-hmm. talk about him in the next president episode. But he gets into the fold and he's a big, like he love, he believes like political parties mm-hmm. Are the way like yeah. factions are little, good, mm-hmm. so he becomes a great ally to Jackson mm-hmm. and kind of is part of the rise of Jacksonianism. Oh, boy, does he like aid and abet Jackson? Yes, Martin I mean, Van Buren is like, get it? Yes, yes. <laughs> Hot girl IBS, loving it. Yes, love you it. go, girl. <laughs> He wanted to be president. He was he was getting in line. Yeah, M- and MVB, MVB, <laughs> MVB, most valuable president, most no. president, most, most valuable Buren, Martin Van Buren, MVB. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, yeah. <laughs> I feel a little lightheaded. That made you feel a little lightheaded. I I'm not eating as much salt <laughs> as I used to. And I am on blood pressure medications, okay. so my blood pressure is a little low. Therefore, when I do a an, and I an lean acronym, back, you leaned back as I did an acronym. I did an acronym. Well, I was laughing because I was thinking most valuable, most vice presidential, <laughs> like what? Because I heard MVP, most vice presidential boy, <laughs> MVP. Um, okay. So, in eighteen twenty eight. Politics are also a popular pastime mm-hmm. because of all the parades and barbecues. <laughs> and <laughs> newspapers are playing a huge role. B&B. JQA and Jackson are duking it out. Yeah. And Jackson easily wins the presidency. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the weeks after the election, Rachel starts having severe chest pains yeah. and a regular heartbeat, dies shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. And Jackson does place a lot of blame on the stress of the election yeah. for her death. We places so, it squarely on Clay. Yep. Now, Clay... Was the one who was responsible for the smearing. Yes. But he also blames uh, JQA for not stopping it, which I I don't. We will defend JQA on most issues up and down. So let's just go and say it was Clay's fault. I mean, (laughs) you know, one of the things he does when the Bible is presented to him, he kisses it. Just like Washington. Just like Washington. There you go. 
he's like, pucker up. I can use some tongue. <laughs> some tongue on that Bible. He's putting that lipstick on when your lipstick smears on the inauguration Bible. Hot girl, Hot girl problems. problems. <laughs> Tummy trouble at the inauguration. Hot, Hot girl, girl problems. problems. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's there's this. Uh, and it's not just your regular old people that go to inaugurations either. This is a lot of people. This is not their first Oompa fr- band. This is not their first Oompa band, but it is definitely their first inauguration. They have never been to one of these before. And they don't know how to act. They don't. So they follow him <laughs> to the White House mm-hmm. to what it was meant to be a small reception. Mm-hmm. Turn into a mob. Mm-hmm. The crowd saw This is like my favorite thing I read in the book. <laughs> Okay. I almost can't say it. The crowd saw freezers of ice cream, <laughs> lemonade, yeah, and whiskey punch, uh-huh. and lost it. Oh, yeah. Smashing stuff to come inside. Now, they were there for Jackson, but they saw the ice cream and they couldn't oh, listen, handle it. If I saw Not some... everyone had ice cream back then. Yeah. Imagine you've you heard legend of ice cream. You've maybe yeah. had it once. You've maybe heard about it. You've probably tried to make it. You've, you've had tried like to make it. You snow failed. with sugar in it Disgusting. or some crap. Then you go. You're at the White House. You, you love might. Jackson. This is like this is like the insurrection of January 6th. <laughs> yeah. But what was driving them into the building was ice cream. Was ice cream. <laughs> One of my sources for this was. Uh, the PBS Andrew Jackson special, which is very difficult to find because it's a little outdated. Like, I think that these people probably aren't excited about the way they're talking about Andrew Jackson and current. But it, it does have that PBS quality of like the super low budget yeah. and repetitive, like few live action scenes yeah. while they're just talking, talking, talking. Reenactment. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like brawling, brawling, brawling. And then Whoever is this actor playing Margaret Barrett Smith, just appalled. Her eyes just, oh, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Because he's got this reputation already of like being leader of the lower class. And here, yeah. here these people are making a mess of, making a mockery of the White House. I know. Oh, my gosh. But to be, I mean, yeah, he, <clears throat> he is, I think, also appalled. <laughs> I don't think he was like. No, he was like he was like being like pressed and like yeah, he squished was, in a corner yeah, with yeah, his yeah. skinny, skinny, hot girl body. <laughs> All right, so here we are, here we the are. presidency. The presidency. And no, of course. Yeah. Rachel has passed away. Rachel's passed away. So there is no first lady. Correct. However. His niece. His niece, which was actually Rachel's niece, Emily. Yeah. Donaldson. Donaldson. Mm-hmm. And her husband, Andrew Donaldson, <clears throat> are in the White House. She is the hostess of the White yeah, House. Yeah, she's the acting first lady. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's very ambitious. This mm-hmm. oh man, this made me think of Ivanka and Jared. Hardcore. And and Jackson has designs for Andrew Donaldson to be the next president. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's gonna take over after me. I mean right. it doesn't work out that way. It does but... not work out that way, of course, because there's, you know. Some scandal. Some scandals and such. We're not getting the details of his cabinet, but it is mm-hmm. important to note that it became known as the kitchen cabinet. Oh, yes. Yeah. The state and treasury departments alone mm-hmm. saw combined nine secretaries come and go. Mm-hmm. That's just those two departments. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge, I mean, talk he, about. Uh, he sweeps out some civil servants. He sweeps out civil servants. And this he, is a problem because these mm-hmm. people, I mean, this isn't like now where you just go find another job. 
people are living in yeah. DC. Where else are they going to get a job? Yeah, it, I mean, people there are there are literally like career public servants who commit suicide because they're destitute yes. from this kind of stuff. So <clears throat> our flashcard for this episode is going to be about the Petticoat Affair. It was yeah. a sex scandal that occurred in the Jackson White House yes. based on Margaret Eaton, yep. who, much like Rachel, had a little bit of a questionable past. Right. So for this episode, all we're going to tease it because yeah. it's very, it's pretty scandalous and interesting. It is quite a scandal. <clears throat> and it's a situation where Andrew Jackson can bully all these men all he wants but the wives of these men are like, fuck this. Yeah. We do not have to accept her right. under our society and right. we ain't gonna. We're not going to. And yeah. she was no, she didn't make it easy either. She yeah. was a real outspoken. We will go in depth <laughs> yeah, about yeah. Margaret Eaton and all of that. But the thing to know about Jackson's presidency mm-hmm. is that this really like causes a rift. He yeah. basically in short, allows this woman with a reputation mm-hmm. into the cabinet mm-hmm. um, as the wife of someone yeah. who is a cabinet yeah. member. And this really splits up the administration. Mm-hmm. Jackson takes it on himself. This is like mm-hmm. a crusade of like, he's going to defend this woman's yeah. honor. Tune into that episode. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah. really interesting. Ugh. But it gets the situation with her, this mm-hmm. scandal mm-hmm. becomes so heated and mm-hmm. the administration becomes so divided over, you know, this moral this moral mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. and Jackson's involvement in it mm-hmm. and Jackson's own past kind of mm-hmm. clouding how he's approaching I mean, it, it this. It causes scandal. a rift between him and Emily and Andrew it, Donaldson. Yes, his his yeah, his I acting mean, first lady. Absolutely. Yeah. Emily Donaldson was like, we don't want this woman in the cabinet. Yeah. She is not welcome here. And she tried, by the way. Basically, <laughs> it gets so divided that Jackson yeah. resolves to do like a purge of his yeah. cabinet. Yeah. Um, and Martin Van Buren helps come up with this plan he is the secretary of state at the time i believe and um it culminates in the secretaries of state treasury war Mm -hmm. and navy and the eternal attorney general all resigning um and kind of this new thing coming in so it's like things got so heated and messed up where it was like we need to just clear it out martin van buren there were issues with jackson's vice president Mm -hmm. john c calhoun so martin van buren's looking over like he doesn't like his vice Uh -uh. president he's going a new running mate let Uh me go ahead and quit Uh i mean we'll get into that but yeah so first this is in his first term yeah there was issues with public works Mm -hmm. roads blah 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 he was in theory a fan of these things Mm -hmm. but the vetoed bills he vetoed bills out of constitutionality reasons um kind of like monroe did monroe Mm -hmm. definitely did that Mm -hmm. But he performed uh, four vetoes in May 1830, which Mm -hmm. slowed momentum on public works projects that Adams and Clay had laid out. Mm -hmm. This kind of set a precedent for presidential hesitancy to Mm -hmm. advance the economy Mm vis-a-vis the central government. So Mm -hmm. this, even though it seems like a very small detail, does really set the stage for what a lot of presidents do later on. Well, I mean, we're we're at least... People want to be a union when it's profitable for them to be in a union and they want to be separate when it's profitable for them to be separate. That's the ultimate, you know. So over his two terms, he also uses the veto a dozen times. We're going to have presidents that use it a lot more than that later. But up to this point, that's more than all of his predecessors combined. Yes. And also he is using it in a different way. He is. He is in the in the previous administrations. It was generally like a "Mm, this isn't constitutional. Let's send it back kind of thing. He is using it as a go ahead and send it to my desk. I will veto it. Yep. And, you know, definitely setting himself as. 
opposed to Congress. Now let's jump into uh, the difficult, terrible topic of Indian removal. Yeah. Um, he believed that introducing the art of civilization while also trying to purchase lands and thrust these people out of them mm -hmm. was a bad combination of policies mm -hmm. um, because those who sought progress uh, in their eyes, like the Cherokee Nation was, mm -hmm. wanted to erect an independent government, which mm -hmm. many like nations were doing. Yeah, um, He believed that this autonomy like mm -hmm. wanting of autonomy was untenable was not going to be allowed yeah. and he was wanting to defend the south's right to remove these people from their lands yeah. Yeah. so his policy did follow mm -hmm. the course that everyone before him set up mm -hmm. including john quincy adams mm -hmm. okay this was policy that was continued either there was a passivity to it of mm -hmm. like i'm not going to change it we're just going to mm -hmm. uphold it or it was the same thing of we're going to move people out of their lands further yeah. south, further west, yeah. get them out of here. Um, he finally had the military power to do mm -hmm. something about it was mm -hmm. the difference with Jackson. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to simplify things by declaring that Alabama and Georgia mm -hmm. could not have a separate Cherokee nation exist within their states. So okay. he was like, that's not allowed. He delivered an ultimatum in his first ad address to Congress, mm -hmm. um, which is that uh, you either had to submit to the laws of these states mm -hmm. or go west of the yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. So in 1830, there's a removal bill that goes through the Senate and the House, um, and Jackson signs it. Mm -hmm. He endorses this establishment of lands west of the Mississippi, mm -hmm. um, and this is an exchange for like their lands to mm -hmm. the in the eastern lands of the Cherokee mm -hmm. Nation and these other tribes and mm -hmm. other um, nations. Mm -hmm. He promises assistance Ugh. and Southern congressmen overwhelmingly vote for it. There is sure. opposition, mostly from the North, claiming that the rights were clearly protected in the previous treaties with the U.S. government, which yeah. is the case. The Cherokee Nation then sues in 1830, mm -hmm. but the Supreme Court hears the case, refuses to rule on it because mm -hmm. technically they were a domestic dependent nation. So they're like, we can't rule on this because mm -hmm. we're the Supreme Court of the United States and y'all are a domestic dependent nation, whatever. This is according to Chief Justice John Marshall. So, um, okay. Two Christian missionaries were arrested for living in the Cherokee Nation, okay. violating a Georgia law that prevented the presence of whites on native land. Okay. okay. It's all that really matters about this is that this appeal for this case goes mm -hmm. to the Supreme Court mm -hmm. and they rule that the states had no criminal jurisdiction yeah. on Indian lands. So They're like, okay, the state can't do anything on okay. the Cherokee Nation land. So like we can't we can't enforce the laws on Cherokee land yes. because it's not America, but also we can't punish these people yes. for yeah. So yeah. so it's like it's not up to we, us. We're not they part uphold of it. the yeah, they uphold yeah. the like, okay, they have this autonomy. In so they're their being lands. consistent at least in that way. Yes. Yeah. So Georgia then decides we don't care. We're not going to adhere to that. We're yeah. going to go ahead and do what we want to yeah. do. There is yeah. uh, there's a new mindset in government, which is, well, make me. Make me. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so during Jackson's second term, so this is kind of 
I'm just going to talk about all the Indian mm-hmm. removal stuff altogether. Mm-hmm. But in late 1835, government officials and uh, a minority Cherokee faction, mm-hmm. yeah. they signed the treaty, a treaty oh, yeah. which cedes the territory of the Cherokee Nation yeah. in the southeast. It was not approved by the principal chief. Mm-hmm. It was not approved by the Cherokee National Council. And it becomes the legal grounds for what becomes yeah. known as the Trail of Tears. So this included the removal of the Choctaw, Chickasaw, Chickamauga, Creek and Seminole nations. Yeah. And was basically the conclusion of the removal policy that Jackson started. Yeah. Now this happened after Jackson's presidency. Mm-hmm. We will cover this again in more detail. Yeah. In all, this is 60,000 American yeah. Indians yeah. had their land taken and were removed because of the Indian Removal Act of 1830, yeah. which was because of Jackson Absolutely. going against yeah. what the Supreme Court had yeah. ruled. Jackson believed this to be a humanitarian act. Oh, yeah. Because it rescued mm. American Indians from white hostility. Now, they did not provide enough government funds. Al- even, even though this is terrible, yeah. they didn't even have the decency to allocate the cor- correct funds yeah. to move this amount of people. Yeah. There was limited protection, limited supplies, yeah. and this largely happened during winter months. Yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of people died yeah. During the removal, Uns- this was they were given like a period of time yeah. for voluntary removal. Those people who like stood up for their lands and mm-hmm. decided not to leave were part of this forced removal. Yeah. So this is like, I mean, we all know about the Trail of Tears. Yeah. We all know how atrocious, atrocious and yeah. terrible and horrific it was. Yeah. But I think we also have to think about who put this in place. Yeah. How is this allowed to happen? Yeah. And of course, this ends up shaping like the history yeah. of these peoples and also the decimation of yeah. these peoples, like from here on out. Yeah. You know, and this is something that has been set up like since white settlers mm-hmm. got onto these people's lands. Mm-hmm. So, and this is kind of like a different era of this. Like yeah. now they're being moved into what is now present day Oklahoma. Yeah. The, the large majority of them. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the story yeah. of America. Oh, yeah. And this he, is the story of America. Yeah. yeah. Jackson. Goes to these people and is like, look, your white brothers need this land. I mean. Yes. But then on the other side of things, quickly Mm -hmm. talking about the nullification crisis, Mm -hmm. Jackson was against nullification. Mm -hmm. So this was when there was the tariff of 1828. South Carolina didn't want to pay it. Yeah. Basically. It was a tariff on cotton. Yes. But, and it was really about, okay, are they going to start controlling, you know, what we do with human bondage? Right. Is this going to control right. how we do our business? Yeah. And it was them standing up for like, no, Southern rights. Like, we're mm-hmm. not going to do that. Mm-hmm. John C. Calhoun, he's a big South Carolina guy. Mm-hmm. That's like where he comes from. That's his place. He's the vice president. Yeah. He's very pro- Nullification. Nullification was them saying we're not going to pay yeah. this. Nullification says the, the the state government says we don't want to follow this federal law. Right. There's no legal grounds for it. And nullification. It, it was literally just a site, like a, a footnote of like Jefferson in yeah. like the Virginia yeah. something. Totally. But, but like instead, and so then what the states would like is. For the federal government to then have to come back and say, okay, now we're going to add it to the Constitution. I mean, yeah. yeah. Here's, hey, you and I, we're going to be roommates. Yeah. Here's the rules. Uh, You set a rule. I'm going to say no. And then you need to set a new rule. I mean, it's just, yeah. That's That's exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. We would like to say no. 
and stall your ass. Yeah. So, exactly. And, so, so and they yeah. look these people that are in the South, they they've moved to the South. They got rid of all those people who foolishly were living on their land, and now they want to start making some money. And the North is like, yeah, we want we want a cut of that. Yeah. We want some of that money. And they're like, uh uh-uh. uh, we don't we want to uh-uh. keep it all. It's for us. We want to keep it all. Uh yeah. Yeah. Jackson so, didn't. He was it, against it, nullification, it by gets, the way. Yeah, it gets yeah. confusing. <laughs> because he's because, the one that was like, the Supreme Court, who cares what they think? But then South Carolina's like, we want to veto this. Yeah. He's like, well, no, no, no. I made that rule. You're going to go against my uh, rule. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he, he does win this fight with nullification. Yeah. He revises the tariff, tries to use something called the force bill to strong arm mm-hmm. South Carolina. It's all mm-hmm. very confusing. But basically, there is this enduring, to his credit, mm-hmm. There's this enduring anti-nullification um, legacy that lives mm-hmm. on go through Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no nullification, no succession. So this does mm-hmm. come up in the war. It does make Jackson some friends in the North. John C. Calhoun also resigns yeah. being vice president, clearing yeah. MVB, yeah. Martin Van Buren, up for vice president yeah. to be his he, running mate in his reelection. So He does forestall a civil war. Yes. Jackson does. He does. I don't think that's to to to, to his credit again, that's not what he wanted. He was not pro no, no, nullification, no. succession. He was very pro keeping the union together. Yeah. yeah. He truly in the way that he has the way that he feels about women, mm-hmm. he feels about America. Yes. He needs to protect her. Yeah. At whatever cost. Whatever cost. To her <laughs> or anyone. To anyone. You know. Yeah. All right, so bank war. Uh he does not like banks. He hates banks. Not a fan. So Nicholas Biddle was the bank's president mm-hmm. starting in 1823. Mm-hmm. Jackson was anti-bank, mm-hmm. uh, believing it to be unconstitutional and a corrupting force in American life. Mm-hmm. Um, so Biddle seeks out a new bank charter. So the charter yeah. for the national bank mm-hmm. or whatever is only going to go to a certain year. Mm-hmm. It's going to expire in 1836. Mm-hmm. So he's looking for a recharter. Mm-hmm. Jackson's like, uh-uh. Nah, no. Meanwhile, Henry Clay is like, I'm going to fight the pro-bank side. So mm-hmm. he and because Clay's got his eyes on the yeah. 1832 election. Sure. So well, then- and, and Jackson's concern with the bank mm-hmm. is that as an institution, it's going to be funding his opponents. Yes. So there is a self-serving. Of course. I'm not sitting here to defend banks no, no, by no. any means. <laughs> but for Jackson, this, this was the idea of yeah. like. I don't want there to be this financial body using yeah. the government's money right. to decide who they elect. So totally fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, he found the one little nugget of, you know, justification around whatever he wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, anyway. whatever he wanted to do. So yeah. he vetoes the. It gets goes through the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. The recharter. Mm-hmm. He vetoes it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though there is a Supreme Court precedent mm-hmm. for. The bank's constitutionality, which mm-hmm. we talked about, I believe, in 
the Madison mm. episode with someone, Adam. I feel like that was Madison. Okay. In season one, we talked about yeah. it. It's fine. Yeah. All you need to know is that he went against constitutional precedent. Yeah, this was yeah. not like based on unconstitutionality. Yeah. So bye bye Rip Bank Recharter. Well, and he did. And so, yeah, the, the charter was going to expire, but that mm-hmm. wasn't good enough for him. Yeah. So the charter is going to expire. So then he was like, I'm actually going to take out the money from yeah. these banks and like put it sent- in state depositories. Yeah, like he sends Andrew Donaldson around to like see if these <clears throat> like local banks can take all this money. Like, hell yeah, they can. Yeah. It, it does cause quite a financial crisis. And his message, like he he puts out this like public message about it, mm-hmm. thinking he's like all right or whatever. But it's really challenging the nation's checks and balances, putting yeah. everything in the executive office, mm-hmm. even though the Supreme Court had ruled on this in the mm-hmm. past, even though the House and the Senate were pro mm-hmm. like rechartering the bank. And even though for the American people, by and large, this bank was a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah. We hit his second term. He wins it easily. Mm-hmm. He goes on a tour of New England sure. in the mid-Atlantic. <laughs> He's the first president to ride on a train for oh, all, yeah. of our, all of our train trivia lovers out there, which I know there are many there of. There are many. Right in. He was quite old, too. He was. He tours New England, mid-Atlantic after re-election. He had mm-hmm. made some friends in the North because mm-hmm. of the nullification mm-hmm. crisis. Mm. He uh, <laughs> at one point bows at every citizen that passed him for two to three hours yeah. and his lungs began to hemorrhage. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Good. John Quincy Adams, we have to note, was <laughs> rubbing his grubby hands in Massachusetts being like, ha ha ha. He don't feel good. <laughs> and he also uh, Jackson got an honorary degree from Harvard, yeah. which JQA was like, yeah, so pissed about. So upset. But by the way, like. Harvard didn't want to give him that degree either. No, they didn't. It was just that, like, they gave one to Monroe or whoever it was came Someone through. Someone else got one, yeah. I think it was, think Monroe, it was Monroe or yeah. something. But who? they kind of were in a – they were kind of in a bind. Their like, hands were tied like, oh, we he's gotta, coming here. We got to give him an honorary gotta degree. We got to give him an honorary degree. He now the sentiment much – very similar to other presidents of, like, first term, it's like – Everyone's like, yeehaw mm-hmm. about this guy. Oh, Going yeah. into the second term, there's a lot more concern. With mm-hmm. Jackson, there was this concern about him being more of a tyrant. Yeah. And an opposition to him starts to form, which yeah. was the Whig Party. Yes. Now, let's get this out of the way now. It is called the Whig Party because it comes from the English mm-hmm. um, advocating for constitutional monarchy mm-hmm. in the mid 17th to mid 19th century mm-hmm. against absolute monarchy. So, this mm-hmm. is a borrowed name from the past. Yes. Yeah. So they are against this, like, Jackson is starting to represent yeah. this kind of, like, absolutism, yeah. this, like, authoritarianism to an extent, yeah. as much as it can exist, like, with yeah. the checks and balances yeah, that are yeah, attempting yeah. to work against him. Yeah. Um, and he, there is this concern, the Whig Party comes mm-hmm. into prominence then, mm-hmm. and the bank war is continuing with him moving the money mm-hmm. to state depositories. <sighs> and they, the Senate... He's the first president to be censured, which is basically yeah. just the Senate being like, we don't approve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, wait, what was he censured? Because he did so much shit. It's about the remove. It's about removing the money from the oh, yeah. National Bank into the State Depository. Yes, that's the I one had that to really him. suss this out I, in the book. I, I it was like too. honestly confusing. Yeah. And like, he oh. does so much. I mean, he's he's basically like he does so much bad stuff. What are you gonna yeah. catch him? Yeah, they're but like you we don't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they did. They did. They decreed they were unhappy with it yeah and that was about all they could do that was all they could um, do yeah and then his attitude uh he he his attitude about things started to put in like whether this was a rule of law or mm-hmm. a rule of man ruling the country and so that was yeah. the main issue that the Whigs, the opposition had with yeah. him 
it's worth noting that Andrew Jackson begins the Jacksonian Democrats. Yes. Which is what, what we becomes still, the Democrat the Party, Democratic which is Party. what we still have. And it evolves. He is clearly. You know, but, in yeah. the in the well, f- yes, of course. In the like press when he is running, they make fun of him as being very local, very country, and they yeah. have like a yeah. jackass yeah. as yeah, a representation yeah, 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 yeah. of that. And he embraces that. And that's why the donkey is still the symbol of the Democratic Party. Wow, trivia. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. There we go. There you go. There we go. In 1835, there was a conflict between the citizens of Charleston, South Carolina, and the Anti-Slavery Society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, since 1833, the Anti-Slavery Society had been putting out materials through the mail yeah. in the South, yeah. showing enslaved people being brutalized. Mm-hmm. Um, it was meant to agitate black people into yeah. taking up arms. Yeah. Um, the white people of Charleston not happy they were really pissed brought on angry speeches meetings Mm torchlight parades Mm -hmm. really firing up these Mm -hmm. white people um jackson back in washington Mm -hmm. sees the abolitionists literally as monsters for stirring insurrection and wished the law would allow them to be executed so he goes as not only is he a proponent of slavery Mm -hmm. he like hates abolitionists thinks it's all about political gain for them and I have a crazy quote. Yeah, do it. I have a crazy quote for him um, about abolitionism. He insisted that no respectable portion of our countrymen could mm-hmm. possibly empathize with enslaved people. He denounced the society. This is a quote from the book, not mm-hmm. from him. But he denounced the society's efforts and claimed for good measure that an attack on slavery amounted to an assault on the Constitution. Yeah. So not only does he believe that yeah. he thinks it's like, yeah, it is America. It is yeah. the Constitution. Yeah. Going against slavery is going against America and the Constitution. Yeah. So he takes this to the, the the greatest like this conclusion you can. <laughs> it is a whisper of this idea of, oh, if you are pretending you care about these people, you're just lying to look good. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it and that is the perspective that you have. If you are an evil person with a black heart, yeah. you assume everyone who is not acting that way is being deceptive. Exactly. That everyone is like you at the core, mm-hmm. but they are hiding it. Yeah. And you are brave enough to not hide it. It's like, no, no, no. You're evil. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, these these pamphlets being mailed all over, they just – he straight out interferes with the mail, right? Yeah, it's a federal interfering federal with the mail, yeah. I don't know if it was And the there's a lot – yeah, there's he was wanting to suppress the mail was his aim. I don't think he was successful in doing it, but that he had no qualms. Doing yeah, that. yeah. Um, so which is interesting because he's all about the Constitution and that's yeah. First Amendment rights right there. Oh, yeah. Clear as day. Clear 100%. as day. It's it's it is literally hard to talk about him because to even get the groundwork of his mindset. You it's have like to evil like thoughts. we have to like accept that this is how he felt. Yeah. And I don't like saying those literal words yes, kind of thing. exactly so yeah so he also was the first president to be have an assassination attempt on yeah. him yeah so Ooh. this was um oh so first of all <laughs> this yeah. wasn't the assassination attempt but in may 1833 i just find this very funny yeah. robert b randolph who was a formal former like navy guy yeah he was just had been discharged uh-huh. uh for stealing yeah. he um <laughs> he was, jackson was on a steamboat and yeah. he twisted jackson's nose oh when it was docked and it like bled and it was like a whole thing. Twisted it? He like grabbed his nose ah. and twisted it. 
think he's his uncle or something. Exactly. I love it. I got your nose. I love it. Got your nose. And he like literally like made his nose bleed and stuff. Shit. Good. Then in 1835, different guy, Richard Lawrence, who was an unemployed house painter. He actually mm-hmm. suffered a lot from mental illness. Yeah. Um, but he confronted the president, mm-hmm. fired a pocket pistol. Mm-hmm. It did not ignite. Mm-hmm. He got a second pistol. Mm-hmm. Pistol also did mm-hmm. not ignite. Mm-hmm. Lawrence, um, he ended up not being like executed or anything because yeah. of the, it was clearly shown he was yeah, yeah, yeah. had some mental illness. Um yeah. And Jackson was fine, but it was mm-hmm. just another one of these things where it was like, this is the first like mm-hmm. assassination attempt yeah. on a president. Yeah. Um, but neither of the pistols, two yeah. different pistols did not fire. So it happens in the Capitol Rotunda. Yes. And they wanted to move the remains of Washington and inter them in the Capitol. But there had been some conflict with the Washington estate. Yeah. So they had built this hole or they had dug this hole, this okay. big open earthen hole and also there was like kind of weather. It was kind of moist in the air. So both of these are thought to contribute oh. because when they took both of these guns yeah. later, yeah. they investigated, they were both properly loaded and they both fired. So it had to do with like the atmosphere. So it was in the, the atmosphere. Rotunda. It just made wow. it a little too moist. I mean, think about how guns were back then. Um, Sensitive. And of course, this just adds to his legend. I mean. Yes, it does. It's like yet another time where someone shoots at him and he doesn't die. As I'm reading his biography, there are these like, well, I can't lie. That's pretty freaking impressive. That is, it is pretty wild that he's not dead at this point. I can understand, especially not being very well informed about anything, how people would look at him and be like, He's a hero. Survives the American he Revolution. When it whole, his whole family yeah. dies, he survives yeah. multiple wars. Yeah. He survives duels. He survives all these health ailments yeah. and assassination yeah. attempt. I mean, and he was like out west. He yeah. was. I mean, he did so much, and there were yeah. so many opportunities he could have died, and he did yeah. not. So, um, I like to always make a note when someone makes a lot of Supreme Court appointments. We can know in this day and age how important that is, mm-hmm. how much of an impact it makes. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, it was no different. John mm-hmm. Marshall dies, which was mm-hmm. famous Chief Justice John course, Marshall, yeah. dies during his term, during Jackson's term. And Robert B. Taney becomes mm-hmm. the Chief Justice. Mm-hmm. The court, this court, mm-hmm. that of all the appointee appointments that Jackson makes mm-hmm. will defend the Southern plantocracy mm-hmm. and a lot of its rulings, mm-hmm. including Prig v. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which was a federal law guaranteeing slaveholders the mm-hmm. right to recover enslaved people mm-hmm. who had escaped, mm-hmm. and the Dred Scott decision. So these are things we, I'm sure, will come oh, up boy. as we go up. Yeah. But these are people that Jackson yeah. put into the Supreme mm-hmm. Court that has an impact. It mm-hmm. has impact that goes way beyond mm-hmm. and we are dealing with that now mm-hmm. in the current age with completely different issues yep. he leaves office leaves behind a farewell address shortly after leaving mm-hmm. panic of 1837 oh guess what that was caused by oh i i, I can't even imagine probably was bank stuff <gasps> oh Jackson the thing did. that he was so adamant yeah. about pushing uh-huh oh okay oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 so but i'm he, sure no one was affected by it oh were they they were oh, and they he were. was <laughs> <laughs> he was also so he uh after so he, in retirement he again. remodels his home had been remodeled mm-hmm. burned down remodeled again yeah he is financial hot water mm-hmm. partially because of panic of 1837 mm-hmm. his son andrew jackson jr had a lot of debts yeah um he has poor health yeah bitter vengeful old man in his retirement mm-hmm. 
still tried to participate in partisan issues. Mm -hmm. So in late winter of 1845, many people come out to visit Jackson. He dies on June 8th. Oh. And it's believed to be from mercury poisoning and oh. lead from all Bullet. the. He had like mercury treatments, bullets, yeah. lead bullets in his body yeah. for his whole life. We didn't even talk about he's got, he had the bullet in his chest, yeah. but we didn't even talk about the one in his he's arm. In his arm, I too. think, from yeah. the Benton. Uh, A different duel. Different or, duel. Yeah, that we didn't He had even that talk removed about. while he was in the White House. Yeah. Like White House. And so House. he, but mostly he died from kidney failure. Oh. Um, yeah. He, I, we talked about this in the John Quincy Adams episode, mm-hmm. but I absolutely must yeah. repeat it. Please do. When Is JQA. The best epitaph ever written. Best epitaph ever written. Famous <laughs> orator John QA, J, JQA, our boyfriend, <laughs> um, said when Jackson died, Jackson was a hero, a murderer, an adulterer, and slandered me before the world, and then died. And died. Yes. <laughs> So dies with $26,000 in debt, which is around 935000 in modern money, wow. and owned some 150 enslaved people in Jeez. spring of 1845. This was not a guy who was freeing people. These people were no, sold. They he, were given. It he was, didn't no, free a single person. Did, did not he? free a single person. Was it like one? I think there was one. I think, I think there, it, was one. there may have been one. But Yeah, which is, oh, whatever. Yeah, gosh, yeah. That he is on our money still. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm not breaking new ground by saying this. He's on the $20 bill. But for Pete's sake, yeah. That's Andrew Jackson, but there is one important thing that we do on this podcast. Oh, right. Um, the most important thing we the do. The most important thing that we do. The whole reason we do this podcast. The only reason we do this podcast. Is to talk about astrological signs. Yes. Okay, so his astrology, he was born March 15th, which makes him a... Pisces. Pisces, Pisces characters... <laughs> are regarded for being amongst the most sympathetic of the zodiac signs, mm. and they will go to great lengths to ensure the happiness of those around them. This is proving to me that... Astrology is astrology bullshit. Astrology is... <laughs> <laughs> it could not be further from the truth. Yeah. Well, okay, so yeah. is that similar to what you have? Yeah, that is similar to what okay. I have. Yeah. Emotionally sensitive, I will say... He is emotional. He is yeah. sensitive to the emotions of those around him, you know? gracious yeah he sat and bowed for like three hours that's true and emotionally aware yeah he's definitely he's not personally maybe but yeah yeah not about other people also they don't like accepting help from anyone that's they feel like they can handle their problems on their own that's like jackson all over the place so much yeah um so yeah and we'll go to great lengths to ensure the happiness of those around them here's what i'll say about him I don't think he's actually good at ensuring the happiness. I don't mm-hmm. think he's actually good at providing the happiness. Mm-hmm. But I do think he's very good at getting people to say that they're happy. Right. He's good at extracting the admission of happiness from people. Yes. So. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's a bad guy. There's yeah. not like a sign where it's like, asshole. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, there's not like what there's not like the evil sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so. some people may have opinions about that. Uh, exactly. But yeah. We're not going to officially we make a ruling. I, on I don't that. even want to say. We won't even say. <laughs> but if you know, you know. Because if you, you know, know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's Andrew Jackson. That is I feel. Andrew Jackson. I feel a weight lifted upon me. <sighs> Next uh, episode will be about the petticoat affair, also known as the Peggy Eaton affair. Yeah. Um, which we touched on a little bit here, mm-hmm. but we're going to go pretty oh. in depth. Um, and it's interesting. It is. 
boy, if there's one hot girl thing Andrew Jackson has, it's drama around him. Yeah. I mean, it is hot girl drama. Hot girl drama. And he's just sitting there sipping his frappuccino the whole time. Got his Ugg boots on. Oh, man. Talk about um, a talk about a person who's got like three ice drinks melting yeah. at the same time. That's Andrew Jackson. As always, <laughs> if you have corrections, mm-hmm. comments, mm. Anything, if we didn't get something right, yeah. if we didn't pronounce something right, if there's a real big glaring thing we missed, we're not perfect. We're not historians. Yeah. And we're trying to be as sensitive and as inclusive of these yeah. topics as possible. Also, if you have great resources mm-hmm. that come from not white men, we struggle to Ugh. find these. We yeah. would love to see them. We really, truly try to find them. Um, we would love to hear it if anyone yeah. has any resources. If you come across anything, something we can share, mm-hmm. bring forward, put in the show notes. Um, if we get enough corrections or things like that, we will yeah. do a corrections episode. Oh, um, so please, we want to hear from y'all. Please, it really helps us out if you rate the podcast yeah. on um, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and subscribe, right? So I just want to say all these things at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, we Soon. we love hearing from people and love like it. seeing that people are listening. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Well, this has been Pardon, Pardon me? me, a presidential history podcast. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it has been. It has been. <laughs> <laughs>